Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. And I am Michael. And before we kick it off, I think we should just say to anybody that celebrates the holiday, Happy Thanksgiving. Well, I guess this comes out the day before, so safe travels if if that's something you're doing, because I, I do yes. see that a lot of people will be traveling. So safe travels, enjoy some family time, hopefully enjoy your enjoy your Thanksgiving. Speaking of travels, I have this little quick little story that I saw um, just before we started recording that I wanted to mention. Apparently, uh, you know, with with manufacturing and Nintendo's trying to really push the OLED models out there, uh, they were going to convert a car factory to manufacture all the, the new consoles coming out. But the factory owner didn't want to make the switch. I was waiting for it. I, was, <laughs> I, I figured this yeah. story was leading up to the big joke of the week. <laughs> But that was good. Uh, yeah. I like yeah, that. I mean, Nintendo's been under a lot of pressure to we stock consoles, so it was, you know, it was worth a try. Jeez, you should have quit while you were ahead. That was it was it was nope. nice because it was sort of you're weaving this tale and you were taking us on this journey and and you still managed to get your joke in there. So, nicely done. They're getting I better. Jo- better. I got two jokes in there. I got two yeah, jokes in there. Two jokes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nicely done. I'm sure the Thank fans you. are rolling around. We may have to give them a moment to get back in their chairs. Yeah, yeah. Take take a moment, take a breath. You know, I know that was probably a pretty hard laugh. But <laughs> <laughs> now, moving into our actual first story. <laughs> uh, apparently, you know, we've talked about in the past how Smash Brothers and Nintendo they haven't really supported the Smash Brothers tournament in the past. But apparently, uh, there is an officially licensed Smash Brothers champ- championship coming to North America. Uh, So Nintendo of America has officially partnered with Panda Global, and the Pro Championship Circuit is launching in 2022. The tournament will include battles from both the most recent Super Smash Bros. Ultimate on the Switch and Super Smash Bros. Melee from GameCube all the way back from 2001. Hmm. It will be a short series of events that lead to a single championship with cash prizes for competitors in each Super Smash Bros. title. So it would be like two big winners. Uh, the initial qualifier matches are expected to only be online, and in-person qualifiers will take place, but only when large-scale events can safely happen, which who knows when that's going to be. Like, sure. I don't even think it's going to be 2022, so it just seems like a weird thing to say, but okay. <laughs> Competition seems to be focused primarily in the USA, but uh, Panda Global did say that players from Canada and Mexico are able to enter and compete, but it's all going to depend on international travel restrictions due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So a lot of people are thinking, and, and I agree, I think this is a great step in the right direction for Nintendo since you know they've had issues in the past. In 2013, specifically, they pulled Super Smash Bros. from the EVO, or EVO Fighting Game Championships. So, I mean, it, it's, it's cool to see. That yeah. they're officially kind of backing this, this kind of competitive gaming. Uh, in a statement from Bill Trinan, who is the Senior Director of Product Marketing at Nintendo of America, uh, he has a, a quote here, which I'll say. He said, this partnership with Panda Global is the next step in Nintendo's efforts to create a more consistent, fun, and welcoming competitive environment for our players and fans. We are proud to stand with an organization like Panda Global to celebrate and support the ever-growing competitive Super Smash Brothers community and create a space where all players can test and hone their competitive skills. Nice. I mean, yeah. I think that's cool. It's very, very yeah. cool. I think if this were, you know, I guess back when I was playing a lot of Smash 
probably around the GameCube time. I would have been extremely excited for this. Yeah. Now, not so much, but I'm sure there's <laughs> tons of people that are really excited for this. There's a ton of people that are still heavily invested in the competitive Smash scene. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. I think it's it's great that Nintendo's putting some effort in here and you know, I think that's something that the fans and the community have been wanting for a while now. Absolutely. I wonder if that dentist that we talked about that we talked about a few <laughs> oh, yeah. weeks ago will yeah. try to well qualify. <laughs> yeah, the one that would give free dentistry work if uh, you could beat <laughs> him at could Smash. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, something I'm personally excited for, well, maybe I'm excited for, uh, this time of year, we tend to see a lot of sales, and that is also on the Switch and on the eShop. Well, Nintendo did announce that there's an enormous Cyber Switch sale happening. Currently, it is only for the European eShop, but I would have to imagine, because this did happen last year, that we got this giant sale here in the States. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm really keeping my fingers crossed that we do get this again. It is now live for those of you that can partake. I guess you could also create another profile, but I don't I don't really care that much about that kind of stuff. I just keep my old standard profile. Uh, they are saying there's going to be over 1,000 games discounted from 25 to 75% off. And as we were looking through some of the lists, there was a handful that really jumped out to us. Those being Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, which is 33% off. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, 45% off. That's a big one. Pikmin 3 mm. Deluxe is 33% off. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition, that includes the DLC, is 50% off. I think that puts it at like, I don't know, 40 or uh, 20 bucks, maybe 30 bucks at most, which yeah, to me crazy. is an absolute steal. I think it's yeah. 20 bucks, uh, which is an absolute, absolute steal. City Skylines, which is 75% off. Now, I think to me, that's definitely worth it. I know you had issues when you were playing City Skylines, um, but the more I played it on the Switch, I was okay with it. It's not the greatest yeah. way to play it, but I think it's definitely playable. It's not a, it's not broken. Uh, you well, I say that, but you did run into an issue where yours basically is broken. Well, it was just the map I was playing. I ran into some weird glitch, and then when I actually got contacted the developers and had to kind of send them screenshots, it wasn't there anymore. So. Hmm. <laughs> it's just it's one of those weird things where maybe if you run have an issue or what happened was my power system wasn't working properly and so i left the game and didn't play it for a couple weeks and went back in and it was fine so but i mean for this time of year it's good because it comes with the snow or the snowfall dlc Mm -hmm. on the switch so it it, i'd say it's definitely worth it especially for 75 percent off that's a steal yeah and i think the that puts it at somewhere around like ten dollars give or take uh, and then Dragon Quest XI S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition is 50% off. And I believe I've had that on my wish list for quite a while. There's a ton more. Obviously, like I said, there's over a thousand games that are going to have discounts. So I would check this sale out. I'm really keeping my fingers crossed as it comes to the States. Not that I need any more games because I don't <laughs> even know if I have the room on my on my SD card. But I do like buying stuff when, you know, we actually get a decent discount and this time of year mm-hmm. they seem to really have like pretty pretty substantial cuts so it's worth yeah. it yeah i'm hoping that on black friday it, it like un- unleash it or unlocks for us here mm. but i'm not holding my breath because i was looking into it and it doesn't seem very promising but i'm hoping 
really hoping. <laughs> so moving on to our next and last story, uh, not not a uh, crazy news week this week. Uh, apparently, uh, Rockstar officially apologized. Well, that's great. That's great. Yep. And they have released their first GTA trilogy update. So they basically sent out a big press release and said, sorry. They said, firstly, we want to sincerely apologize to everyone who has encountered issues playing these games. The Grand Theft Auto series and the games that make up this iconic trilogy are as special to us as we know they are to fans around the world. The updated versions of these classic games did not launch in a state that meets our own standards of quality or the standards our fans have come to expect. We have ongoing plans to address technical issues and to improve each game going forward. With each plant update, the games will reach the level of quality that they deserve to be. So Great. with that, at the end of that, they announced that an update was coming. And then since then, it has released. So and it does seem like there are going to be many, many more updates yeah. in the future. And the update <laughs> that came out, I think, was a real minor uh, update. Yeah. I don't think it, it really addressed what people are hoping for. Yeah. But it only- I think I think it's great that they you know, said that they're sorry, they apologize. You're still going to have people obviously that, you know, it's not enough and you want full refunds or whatever, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, I think that it, they, they kind of rushed this out and it does seem like there's a lot of problems that need to be solved and it's good that hopefully they will do that. I'm not somebody that's going to hold it for uh, same thing with, uh, cyberpunk. I know either it's going to get fixed or it's not, but I, I don't, I don't know. I guess I just don't care. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Rockstar will make something else if they don't fix this. And, uh, and I'm sure that'll be good. I just see a lot of people that are just like, that's it. Rockstar's dead to me. I'm not, I, I don't go to those extremes necessarily. It's, mm-hmm. oh, I just won't buy this. We also don't necessarily always play things on launch either because we have such a backlog of games we want to play where yeah. the people that are like diehard fans who buy it dev and have it installed and ready to go right when it releases. Those are the people I feel like who are a little more extreme. Well, but, of course, yeah, because you spend yeah. $60 on something that's broken. And I can understand the ups- being upset about that, but I, I I don't know. I It's it's a bummer. I mean, it really is. But like you and I, we, we just don't stuff day of so i don't guess i guess i don't really mm-hmm. feel that impact a lot of the times but i will say for in this case i was going to buy it i was excited for it and now mm-hmm. i won't be you know yeah. because the 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 reviews have been just so terrible so it's out for me and maybe with all of these these updates it it'll be back in at some point in the future who just, knows yeah just like with Cyberpunk, it's like, mm, okay, I'll give it a few years and then I'll try to play it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's like I said. I yeah. mean, Witcher, yeah. I, I played Witcher like five years after it came out. I, I, I want Cyberpunk. I really do. But I'm mm-hmm. not in a huge – like I'll play it eventually. I don't I don't care, you know. And um, by then, hopefully, it'll, it'll be a good game. I just think that a lot of times these studios – whether it's self-inflicted or – I don't know where it comes from. I would assume it's – you know, the higher ups that have nothing to do with the actual development of the games that are placing these crazy deadlines and stuff. And they just kind of force these games out. They're not ready. That's just not ready. So stop putting it out there. I feel like people would be more appreciative if a game was postponed by month and it didn't have any weird bugs in it. Well, I mean, a whole extra month on QA testing and like, you know, iron out those things. And I'm sure people like it's worth postponing a game for another month compared to the bad publicity that they'll get from 
rushing it and pushing it well, out yeah. ASAP. And yeah, I mean, Cyberpunk was postponed like a year. I mean, it kept it kept getting pushed, but yeah, they that, did that postpone that one. But yeah. I I think that there was a lot of issues going on there, and I think that the mm-hmm. same with this. There, there's a lot of issues here that hopefully will get resolved. Hopefully. That does it for news. Moving on to our best sellers of the week. In the top 10, we have Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, followed by Pokemon Shining Pearl, back to back. Third, we have Mario Party Superstars. Fourth, the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy. Fifth, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Sixth, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl Double Pack. Seventh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Eight, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Nine is Minecraft. Tenth, Among Us. And then 19th for the new games in the top 30 and 19th, we have Ruin King, a League of Legends story, which Mm. I didn't even see that. That surprised me. Cool. So there's some good games. It's funny that Grand Theft is still in the fourth with all of the controversy around it. And I'm curious (laughs) to see if while I do know that there's a lot of people super unhappy with this game, I'm curious if it's sort of the, uh, the, the unsilent minority screaming at it you know what i mean i mean that's usually the case right i I don't know i mean i've seen a lot of videos of it being pretty broken so i there definitely seems to be issues but it's it's still in fourth place so who's still buying it now considering all of the really crappy press it's been getting i think so and i saw something on youtube about this somebody was talking about and saying that on metacritic it has an overall like general score which is usually like more legitimate people giving it reviews. It got, I think, like a 46. And then if you actually do all of the reviews that people have submitted, it's below a one. It's yeah, like it's 0. the first 0.72. time ever it could be. Yeah, like below it was like the one. lowest possible score ever on Metacritic. So it's definitely like people who are angry shouting very loudly. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I really could not care what any game gets on that crap dumpster fire of a website because i mean how many times have we reported that they're getting uh you know review bombed and things like that where it's just like yeah this site is junk so yeah yeah. it it does have a negative and it's kind of like a rotten tomatoes in the same way where it's just like Mm -hmm. whatever these reviews are totally worthless but it just i just thought it was interesting it's still in fourth considering all the bad press and everything we keep hearing I, i can't help but sometimes wonder if it's just a bubble and maybe people playing it are just like yeah no it's fine it looks janky in times but it totally plays and it's totally still fun and i'm enjoying it or if it's yeah. legit and it's like yeah i can't get past this part because my car keeps flying through that mountain over there and <laughs> i can't get out you know i saw so, i saw one i saw one glitch that was somebody was just driving back and forth on the road and every time they would move their car it would get wider and wider and wider <laughs> maybe that's a feature maybe that's, that's a, what i'm saying i think cool people feature that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if people are picking it up just to try to find those bugs at All this the, point. Yeah, just because I feel like that would be a fun way of streaming too. You yeah, know, we mentioned yeah. that last week where you're just playing. I mean, PUBG used to be like that. You know, it uh-huh. had all kinds of crazy things that would happen, and it was part of the funny side of it. And it was just like, mm-hmm. this is so broken, but I'm having a blast because of it. I know Grand Theft Auto, this isn't a new game. So people are buying it because they want that classic feeling of those games. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. You could still have fun in some ways, I guess. Yeah. 
So that gets us to new releases we're into this week. And we do have a couple checks. I think a couple more than we did last week. I'll talk about the first one. It comes out November 23rd. It's called Death's Door. I had this wish marked, wish listed. I don't On your wish list? It's on my wish list, wish checked. I don't know what we would call it, but it's Death's Door for $20. It's an isometric third person action adventure. If you think Diablo or Hades, you would probably have it very close to what this game is uh you play as a crow whose day-to-day job is reaping souls but your life gets a little bit interesting when the soul you are supposed to get gets stolen and you have to track it down and hilarity ensues i don't i don't think it hilarity ensues but uh you're gonna go after it (laughs) and it has very positive to overwhelmingly positive reviews on steam and i actually found this because i kept hearing how like great this game was just in other websites and like offhanded comments on different like ign and Mm -hmm. uh, you know all the different video game websites so i found this gave it a check death store looks very good i like the idea of the crow and uh i think it looks really nice it's actually you know even though we're kind of familiar with this isometric third person thing especially after hades kind of blew up and diablo's been around forever but i think they did a nice job with it it's got a kind of a unique style of its own and i gave it a check yeah, I, I had a check on this one too this week. I didn't hear about it at all. So I'm surprised. This was the first time I heard about it when I was going through the games this week. And it was it was a nice little surprise. Yeah. Uh, the next one I have checked. Actually, I have the next two checked. <laughs> the first one is on November 25th. I'm a huge fan of Sudoku puzzles. I play them on my phone all the time. So number one, Sudoku's for $4 is coming out on the 25th. It's got 240 puzzles with increasing difficulty and a daily little daily puzzle for you to do. So put a check on that one. And then on November 26th, there's a game called Night Lights coming out. It's an adventure platformer. You take the role of this tiny little robot and you would basically you're on this planet covered in darkness and you use light and shadow to change the environment to solve puzzles. Hmm. And your whole goal is to collect shards of fallen stars and you resurrect the stars. And along the way, you can collect crystals to activate different tools and light sources along the way. It does have positive reviews on Steam. It's not overwhelmingly positive. And on Steam, weirdly enough, it's double the price. Hmm. Never have I seen that before. <laughs> I wonder why. But warning, it, it does have some minor bugs. So that's probably why it just has positive reviews. But the reviews it did have were seen pretty good. So... Nice. It might be worth checking out for five bucks, right? Yeah. Well, that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show, what we're playing. Christina, what are you playing? I finally picked up Happy Game and started streaming out, streaming that this week. Nothing what I expected it to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's a puzzle game, but the way it kind of brings you into these puzzles is it puts you in, in these scenarios and it's like, okay, for example, like it drops me in this weird area where I just walk in a circle, but I'm on like a wheel. So it's kind of like a hamster wheel. Think about mm-hmm. it like that. And then as I'm walking, there's these carrots in the ground that I can pull out of the ground and carry around. Cool. I don't know what to do with them. So it's all about it. The, the game will give you like these puzzle pieces and you kind of have to figure out what the puzzle actually is and then solve it and then hope that this crazy rabid rabbit does not, you know, catch you and eat you and it's crazy. Hmm. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. But the soundtrack is so good. Like the first song you hear, I get goosebumps. And I guess was just thinking about the soundtrack. It's so just, oh, I love it. It's so creepy, but cute. Um, 
as far as the story goes, it kind of seems like it's chapter based. So it seems like there may be three chapters and each chapter focuses on a toy that you lost or um, don't have anymore for some reason. The first one was a ball. The second chapter was a stuffed bunny rabbit. So a lot of the puzzles are like creepy and themed around bunnies and toys and stuff. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's definitely um, it's out there. So if Mm. you like stuff that's kind of weird, you're going to probably be into Happy Game. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, I know. You checked out some of the stream, right? Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's not a game I would play, but it's exactly a game I thought it would be based on Mm -hmm. the trailer as far as just like... Weird stuff. Yeah, Yeah, it's just like weird. It's definitely obscure. (laughs) But I'm I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm glad I picked it up and I'm excited to finish uh, streaming, hopefully finish streaming it this week because it's only three or four hours long. It's not a very long game. Nice. Do you remember how much it was when you got it? $13.13. $13.13. Okay, so you'll have to let us know if it was worth the 13 bucks or mm-hmm. not. Cool. So so far, I would say it is, but <laughs> okay. the, there have been minor issues. So obviously, it was ported from being a, a computer game. So clicking with a mouse is a lot easier than trying to control like that same kind of clicking mechanic with a joy, joystick. Yeah, because they continued that, really that cursor. They kind of kept yeah. that in. So, yeah. But not only did they keep that in, but they also made it so the cursor will like snap to certain things because the game is kind of trying to help you. But at the same time, sometimes it'll snap you to the wrong thing because the thing you're trying to select is really close to the thing the game thinks you're trying to select. Gotcha. So it kind of just like makes the cursor jump to places you don't want it to go. So it, it, it gets a little frustrating in those moments. And it takes me a little bit longer to do the puzzle because then I'm like, oh, is this actually what I'm supposed to be doing? I don't know, because the game doesn't really tell you much. <laughs> I wonder if that's something you could turn off in settings, like uh, snap assist or Maybe. something like that, that you could actually turn off. There have been times, though, where it is really helpful because it's a timed puzzle. Like you have to move to something really quickly. And then in that case, it does help you. Gotcha. So I don't know if I want to muck around the settings. I can look and see if that's in there, though, and then report back. But I personally yeah. might not switch it off if I can. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I am playing the uh, the old standards. I am playing more Metroid Dread. I finally got back into Metroid Dread. I did a little bit mm-hmm. of streaming this week and was able to play some more of that. Had a blast with that as always. Uh, actually made progress. I made more progress than I thought I was going to make. There was a couple bosses that I ran to and into that I was able to kind of figure out and and be uh, defeat, which was is always super rewarding. That is one thing I will say about this game, where if you kind of go through and you're playing these bosses, initially they're going to kill you over and over and over again. But you kind of figure it out as you go and you're like, all right, now I got that part. Let me do that again. And then you'll do it over again. And it's just it's just really fun to kind of figure the the boss battles out and then actually succeed and it it does fill you with like a sense of like yeah that was a nice nice accomplishment so i'm really enjoying that part of it and i've been playing and enjoying fire emblem still just crafting my team kind of chipping away at the different chapters and you know working on i don't even know what i'm working on now but i think just trying to figure (laughs) out what everybody's final level is going to be and i'm still trying to get the last couple of classmates that i can because i know i'm kind of must be coming up on the next phase of the game and i don't believe you're able to recruit after that you kind of once you get Mm. whoever you have that's it and you go into the second half of the game and everything's kind of locked in so 
I'm trying to get as many people as I can on my team and then we'll go from there. But just taking my time with both of them. No rush. Just enjoying it. Yeah, I was watching your Metroid Dread stream and you like blazed right through whatever levels you were in the other day. And I think it was because you weren't playing it at what, what did you play it last time? It was like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the one time I was playing it, it was later. I mean, it was nice to be able to play it, you know, and, and be kind of on on your game to to make the the quick button mashes that you need to yeah. be able to make to and you know at one point i held up my controller i'm like using four fingers to four or five <laughs> fingers you know you got one on this joystick one on that joystick two on the buttons up here one over here it's just kind of constantly it's like playing piano almost on a on a Constant controller button mashing yeah, yeah. they require you to use a lot of different things there's a lot of different tools in this metroid or at least maybe just that i remember i i don't remember having to use so many buttons before but it's 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 fun it adds to the challenge of it and like i said when when you actually accomplish what you're going after it's more rewarding there was one part well two specific parts i remember uh when you were playing and one was you were trying to figure out how to do something and you probably did every other like ability that your character could do except for the one thing you were trying to figure out how to do (laughs) Oh, uh, I don't. What, what, it was, what was when it you doing? had like the the booster, the speed booster. Oh and you're yeah, trying yeah. to figure out how to do it, and you did every other thing except for that when you're trying to figure out what the buttons were to do it. That's the byproduct of not playing. Uh, you know, after three weeks, that's the. But problem. it was the realization of wow, you've unlocked a lot of stuff, and and Samus can do a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like having a Swiss Army knife in my pocket, and all these things Basically. I kept going off left and right. You know, it was like. This is not why is because I had rockets shooting off. I had my grappling thing go one way. I had, I'm just <laughs> trying to do my speed run. And then there was one other thing that we saw. There was a weird graphical glitch in one part that we got to see. Finally, there was one thing that wasn't polished. It was like yeah. a, a dripping animation in the new area you're in. And it, you could actually see the edge of the animation box. It was really weird. And it stood out like a sore thumb because it was the only thing. The whole game so far, that's kind of seemed like it was an oversight. Everything else looks fantastic, though. Yeah, it was in the foreground. So it was just yeah. sort of this silhouetted, I don't know, drip Weird off drip. of a stalactite yeah. or something like that. And it was it just looked super grainy and kind of had this weird clip that was happening. It was mm-hmm. it was very odd that and it and it really did Stood stand out. out. As soon as I saw mm-hmm. it, I go, what the heck is going on there? I didn't know if it was a glitch <laughs> in the game, which it maybe could have been. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a weird it didn't do any it didn't break the game. It was just an odd thing to see because it was such a contrast to the polish of everything, everything else. else in the game. Yeah. Everything yeah. else in the game is so polished, but it stood out and it was, yeah, it was kind of a weird little, little blurb in the beautiful world we were in. Yeah. It was, there was a glitch in the, the Metroid matrix. <laughs> I like to think of it as like an intern got to sneak something in there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a Friday afternoon. They were like, we, it's fine. Just let's go. It's the weekend. Can let's we go, get out of here? Lunch it. Yeah. yeah, probably. <laughs> Well, I hope everybody has an absolutely wonderful Thanksgiving, again, if you celebrate it. And if you don't, uh, you know, just maybe say you're thankful for somebody. Why not? It doesn't hurt. We're thankful for all of you who are listening today. Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. If you want to write us, you can definitely do that. You go over to NintendoDispatch.com, hit that contact button. If you want to watch us, go to twitch.tv forward slash Nintendo Dispatch. If you want to chat with us, you can go over to Twitter at 
Dispatch podcast or to our Discord, and the info for that is on our website. So thank you so much for listening to us this week, and this has been your Nintendo Dispatch. <laughs>